title this message. Reach. Reach. This year is not necessarily going to be our theme. But this year I want you to reach. We're going to reach. The word reach has a couple of definitions. And I'm going to give them to you on the front side so that we'll know what these words mean once we get to the story. The word reach means to stretch or extend. The second definition means to get to a specified place. <clears throat> to stretch or extend and secondly, to get to a specified place. I believe that everybody in here has a destiny and has a place that they are going to eventually get to. But in order to get or to reach to that specified place, God is going to have to stretch you That's right. or extend you. That's right. That's right. You may understand it a little bit better once we get to the story. But I want to look at the word stretch mm -hmm. and the word extend. Mm -hmm. The word stretch has three definitions that I found to be very helpful. The first definition means to draw out to full length. There are some of us who will never reach our full potential if the Lord don't stretch us. To draw out to full length. The second definition means to lengthen, widen, or distance or enlarge by tension. Mm -hmm. Listen to it. To lengthen or to widen, to enlarge mm -hmm. by tension. And that explains some of the reason that some of us have experienced tension, <laughs> resistance, <coughs> uh, things that are contrary to your purpose. It's because God is stretching you. But also listen to this, that by stretching you, he's widening you. He's enlarging you by causing tension. The third definition, to stretch, means to increase the quality or the quantity of. All of us knows what it's like to have to stretch something. Get paid on the first. Don't get paid then till the 15th. And you have to make that little money. So it means to increase the quantity of. And by stretching us, God is increasing your quantity. The quantity of what? Then pastor my anointing. Enjoy the peace 
the fruit. He increases your productivity by stretching. That's right. That's good. Talking good. The word extend means to, number one, increase the duration of. So not only is he stretching you to full length, but he's extending you so you can last longer. Stuff that you couldn't reach before, he's going to extend you so you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many of us in here at your house right now have several extension cards. Because your original card couldn't reach the outlet. And so you had to get something to extend. The thing that's being powered doesn't lose power because of the extension. So he's extending so that we can last long. Second definition of extend means to stretch out in various or all directions. And if it seems like you've been being pulled and every area of your life is under attack. It's because God is trying to increase the quantity of faith in that area so he can extend your ability to endure. And so this year, what we're doing is when Jesus showed up on the scene, Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, he said something like this, repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Well, he says it's not in your hand, but it's at hand. And in order to get it, you got to. He said it's right there for you, but you got to. And what's been happening in the church is that uh, we all believe in God for stuff. But we so sorry and lazy. Yeah, we want him to get on the cross, come down, go on the tomb, come back, sit on your bed, come in the bathroom with you. And God said, I've done all that I'm going to do. I'm finished. Now what I got for you, you got to Your comfort zone has caused you not to reach your destination. Your uh, inability to reach and get outside of yourself has caused you not to reach. And then we want to blame him. And ask and say, well, God hadn't done nothing for me. And God said, well, what have you done? 
Now all of these things are at your fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to bring you to the door of the building 44,000 square feet that I got for you. But I ain't going to let you get it because you ain't. It's at your fingertips. Moses, I'll bring you to the promised land and let you look over what you can. That's right. That's right. Now, because you got stuff that's going to stop you from so your inability to reach has caused you not to reach and so we find this woman in Mark chapter 5 then, now who we know a little bit about but my prayer this morning is that the Holy Spirit will reveal some stuff about her that you didn't know about the first scripture says that a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years uh, 12 years is a long time for anything and she finds herself sick and in bondage for 12 long years I need to paint a picture for you about this woman because I need you to understand exactly what she's dealing with and according to Leviticus and the Levitical law Chapter 9 and verse, uh, chapter 15 says that this woman is considered unclean. That's right. That's right. And so she cannot show herself in public. She can't go on no girl's trip. She can't have no homegirl. She can't have no boo. She can't have a husband. She ain't got no side. She has nobody. Because anybody that touches her, not only is she unclean, but they become unclean. So there's somebody in here that can testify about the lonely nights. Yeah, wanting to be held, but don't nobody hold you. Wanting to be touched, but don't nobody touch you. Oh, y'all done let him came in here, Chris, and let him got sanctified. I know there's children in the house, but you know, it's all right. They know they ain't couldn't get here by no stalk. Oh, y'all still telling that story? And so this woman then, she's considered unclean by Levitical law. She can't even go to the church functions because anybody that comes around her, if she sits on the bed, the bed has to be burned. The bed clothes have to be burned. Everything that she comes in contact with has to be burned. It's considered unclean. That's right. And she deals with this for 12 long years. You thought that your past was ugly. Yeah, you thought that what you've been through was ugly. You thought that your testimony was something. How about 12 years of loneliness? 12 years, if she was married, she had to get divorced when her issue showed up. That's right, that's right. Your Lord. Nobody calling. Nobody talking to you. Nobody checking on you. Nobody comes by to serve community. They can't even come close to you. 12 years Long time. of uncleanness. Leviticus 15, 19 says, Whosoever touched her shall be unclean. Leviticus 15, 25 says, The days of her impure discharge, she shall continue as though it was in her menstrual impurity. She is unclean. 
dirty, filthy, with a dirty, nasty past. And don't nobody want to be around you, but she shows up in the crowd. Come on now. Yeah, can you see her in the crowd? Nobody moving away from her. And she shows up at church and don't nobody want to touch her. Yeah, she's so messed up that she had to wait till Jesus passed by. I don't even want him to see me. And you thought your past was messed up. I'm going to wait till he passed by and if I can sneak in behind him and touch but the hem of his garment. I don't want him to look at me. I just want to sneak in and be unseen. Being unclean, mm. being considered dirty and nasty and talked about, uh, name ringing up and down the streets, mm. uh, considered unclean by the law, unfit to be in the congregation. Can I tell you that sin does the same thing to us? Come on, man. Come on. Unclean by the law. Uh. That issue have, has become so stubborn. That even if she wanted to get rid of it, she'd become tolerant of it. Yeah. And I talk about being tolerant. It got good to me last night. Say tolerant. Tolerant. Yeah, because what has happened is we've become tolerant of behavior that's not godly. Yeah, there's some stuff that we just tolerate. We allow, even though it's not God, we allow. We know it ain't right. We know it ain't God, but we just tolerate. Yeah, and what happens is this woman tolerates her sickness. Yeah, for 12 long years has she changed her lifestyle to fit her sickness. Yeah, y'all looking at me strange like yeah, you don't have to get up and take pills at a certain time. You begin to orchestrate your life around the sickness. Stays going to hospitals because the sickness is controlling her life. Yeah, that's right. The sickness dictates to her when she feels good. The sickness dictates to her when she can do what she wants to do. Her life is controlled by the disease. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you think I'm talking about that issue, but I'm talking to us about sin. Come on, now. come on. That we begin to orchestrate our life around the sin. Making concessions to see. Sneaking to see. Lying to see. And then show up in church like God is all right with it. And we become told. Yeah, because I can still sing with sin. I can still preach with sin. But God said, I don't tolerate. He don't. The church has become tolerant. That's right. Blaming it on change of time. No. People are different these days. You can't come at them like you used to come at them. Got to be tactful nowadays. So I can't tell people the truth. They'll leave the church if you tell them the truth. Yeah, that begins to compromise. Watch what happens when you compromise. The word tolerance means to give permission to. And so when we allow it to begin to fester, we give it permission to function. Yeah, so when you are sick, this woman gave the sickness permission. By her being tolerant, she gave it permission to be in her life. Word permission means acceptance. 
And there are some things that we have just begin to accept. Mm, that's good. Yeah, we have children who are trying to decide what they are. That's good. And the church is silent because we accept right, it. Right, 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 right. Uh, because uh, we don't, we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to lose funding. We don't want people to leave. And so we give them the option. No, sir, if you were born with something that you were a boy, and if you were born without it, then you were a girl. And, and the boys go with boys, and girls go with girls. Boys marry women, and women marry men. Yeah, but because we become tolerant, I think, you know, they're, they're, they're the best musicians, so we have to let them sing. And they're all in the choir. We gotta let them let you in. Yeah, because that's the place where we need to be. Yeah. Well, you know, the deacon can't tell the pastor because they do dirt together. The pastor can't tell the deacon because they're doing this. So we become child of the behavior. I scratch your back, you scratch my back. Don't tell on me. I won't tell on you. We become tolerant of behavior. And we begin not to see the move of God because God said, I can't operate in this. He said, well, uh, you don't address it. Come on now. Uh, you permit it. That's right. That's right. And so you accept it. And when you accept it, you give it authorization. And when you give stuff authorization, you can't be surprised by what shows up. Because sickness and a sin will go hand in hand. You can't allow sin to show up and don't think that it ain't going to call his friends over. Yeah, sin ain't just trying to show up for you to have a good time. Sin ain't going to stop till it still kills and destroys. And what you're giving permission to, baby, you ain't ready for. Because the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. And you think that just because we're walking around with breath in your body that you ain't dead. Can I bring you back to when uh, Adam and Eve sinned in the garden? The Bible says that their eyes were immediately opened and they became just like men. And they saw their nakedness and they hid themselves from God. What has happened is what God rejected, man has Still trying to pass it off as being God. The woman has become tolerant of her condition. Twelve years of being sick. And she's accepted that this is just the way it's gonna be. I guess how my life is supposed to be. And so Bible says that uh, she heard about Jesus. Uh, she had suffered many things. She was broke. And she was getting worse. Uh, watch this. She suffered many things from many physicians. Now, you got to see this because they don't tell us what the physicians were doing to her. They just said she was suffering. My question was, well, what they were doing to her that caused her to suffer? 
I think that the physicians were doing the same thing uh, that we have going on today. Instead of telling folk the truth, the physicians were selling false hope. That's right. You ain't got to say nothing. So she was going to people, going to physicians that were giving her diagnosis that were not accurate and true. Telling her what she wanted to hear and taking her money. Yeah. That sounds like the church. Telling her what she wanted to hear. So she'll keep coming back and not telling her the truth. And so by doing so, the situation doesn't get better, but it gets worse. Yeah. I was reading this thing yesterday. Thing got good to me. And the Lord said, and I had to share it on Facebook. The Lord said to me, when you want to hear, even a lie sound good. That's right, because you want to eat it. When you want to hear it, even a lie sounds good. When you're in a place of vulnerability, it don't take much to speak to the area that you're vulnerable in. go to seminary to know that after I get a church full of women if I start talking about me they don't cut up <laughs> then when I start talking about how no good the men are I'm going to take an offering <laughs> and I'm going to prophesy to them that your husband is coming the Lord just showed him to me yeah, the Lord showed him to the bright skin, bow legged. That's what you want. <laughs> and so the physicians then begin to deceive her, and she falls from the deception. What I'm trying to show you, you got to remember this that I told you that's coming a reveal. Because the physicians now have left her weak, they've left her vulnerable, and she's not getting better. And the Lord says, I'm tired of looking at a sick church. I'm tired of looking at a sick church that's looking for people that look like they're supposed to be anointed. That's looking like they're supposed to be gifted. They look like they've mastered the art of preaching. But there's no power to back up their tell you this. I said this last week and I'll say it again. Don't prophesy to me a house and the Lord ain't show you that I ain't faithful to my wife. Because before the Lord bless you, 
He can't bless the God. God only operates in holiness. That's right. That's right. You can't get stuff from God. That's right. You out here living in a kind That just ain't how it goes. God said, I gave you my divine nature. And until you begin to show forth fruit of my nature, then what you got ain't for me. But the devil will send you some blessings just to make you think that God is alright with your mess. But you got to be careful of your issue. Let nobody sell you false hope. I got to get my life together. Hmm. I ain't expecting no blessing till I stop lying. Come on, Lord. Come on, Lord. Come on. Yeah, you can expect all you want to until uh-huh. you get your life done. Yeah, you set yourself up for failure. So mean this morning, I thought was kind of funny. How is it that folk had worked 12 months but expecting a, a tax return? Oh, hmm. Yeah, we'll laugh at that one, but it's the same ideology. How you going to live in sin and expect blessing? That's just like working all year long. You ain't getting no 10 4. You ain't getting no 10 99. You ain't getting no W 2. Because you ain't work. Ain't no return. Don't it just make just good sense? But what has happened is we become tolerant. We've given this stuff permission. Amen. And so now people think that there is, there's a place for it in the church. And the integrity, God said the integrity of the church is compromised. Yeah. It is, it is. Yeah, the integrity is compromised. And so now people don't even look to the church for direction. They That's don't right. even look to the church. Right. Back in the day when something was going on, the king would call the prophets. Yeah. 
And so you got a bunch of people that believe God. Okay? God, I trust you. Lord, I love you. But you can't eat. My heart belongs to you. But I can't eat. Come on now. You can't get full. Watching somebody else. That's right. That's right. right. We gotta get back to holiness. That's right. But there's a standard. That's right. That starts in the house of God. That's Amen. right. Well, the people of God say, you know what? Twelve years now. That's right. Amen. Time. Amen. Look at this woman. Like, how could she be sick for twelve years? That's a long time. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. And then you start looking at some stuff that you been in. The years start going back quick, don't you? Before you know it, you've been in it longer than you intended to stay. (laughs) Folks have been just one night. (laughs) Folks have been just one time. I had a cousin tell me this. After 15 years mm. of smoking crack, mm-hmm. he said, I remember the first time he said he watched his friends do it in my grandmother's driveway. Mm-hmm. And they told him to try it. Just try it one time. And 15 years mm. later, that's right. He was still mm-hmm. on his one time. Wow. And then when you try to give him a word and you find out that he's given the drugs permission. So you got people that you're trying to minister to that have given the stuff that they're giving with permission. I can't help you get delivered if you're giving the sickness authority. Because God, what he is not going to do is override what you give an authority to operate. If you giving it authority to operate, you got to do it. You have to take the authority back. All right, that's right. Then deliverance can come. That's right. Healing can come. But you got to do something. My prayers, Lord, don't let me become a 
Don't ever let me get to a place where I'm comfortable enough with sin to give it permission to operate and to function. You ever been in sin so long that you just stop praying for forgiveness? I'm everybody quiet now. Let me stop this recording.